Hey everyone, it's Neka, your host. I just wanted to hop on really quickly and thank you all for the love and support we've received over the past couple of weeks for the layover. We're still baby fresh and the response has been overwhelmingly beautiful and I've got the chance to listen to some amazing, amazing stories. And that reminds me, if you submitted and your story is not chosen for the month, please, I will hold you to the fire the way I held myself to continue to tell your story regardless of the outcome. It needs to be heard and it's important. If you like the podcast and the newsletter, please take a second to comment, review, and share it with friends. And if you're not already, please to be sure to subscribe to The Layover's newsletter at thelayover.com. We have some really, really exciting things in the works, and we want y'all to be the first to know, of course. But without further ado, episode seven Gabriel shares a story about how the thrill of situationships in your early 20s makes dating an adventure and monogamy a bore. I hope you guys enjoy episode 7 of the Layovers podcast, a new adventure with every hello. The elevator door opened, representing the escape from my mundane office job and presenting the path to the promise of Saturday's Eve. My left foot led as I stepped out and took a deep sigh of relief commemorating the survival of another work week. Thoughts of my two-and-a-half-day vacation filled my mind with excitement. I thought to myself, I'll wake up early and go for a jog. Then, I'll just sit outside and take in all that nature has to offer. After that, I'll retreat back to my home, clean up, relax, and glance at that book sitting on my coffee table that I promised to pick up countless times. However, reality would have it slightly different. My mind would be enthralled with the potential that the evening had to offer. Penciled onto my calendar was a date with an eclectic artist whom I had met the previous month at the Red Bull House of Art. Now, fresh out the shower, I stood in front of my bedroom mirror, looking ever so forward to this date. All of our previous text conversations had left me wanting to know more. To set the scene for the evening, I chose what I felt was the perfect spot, a vibrant Thai restaurant engulfed with the aesthetic of nightlife in New York City. The time had now arrived. I went over to my dresser, brushed my hair, combed through my beard, and I grabbed one of the two bottles of cologne I own, which are mentally labeled expensive bottle and everyday casual. I leave it to mystery as to which one I chose. I gave a modest four sprays, neck, chest, Right wrist, left wrist, you know, can you really ever smell too good? I gave a final two sprays in the air and slid through the mist like it was the happily ever after potion that turned donkey into a handsome steed, and then out the door I went. Fast forward to the restaurant. We arrived separately, which is always the best option for a first date in my opinion, as you never know how things may turn out. Your date could be someone who chews with their mouth open and burps obnoxiously, or is mad rude to the staff. Nonetheless, you must have a no-hassle escape plan. I entered through the big metal door and saw her waiting near the bar. I approached, we exchanged hellos, hugged, and were escorted to our table. We grabbed the menus, and of course, our eyes instantly scanned the drinks. Most likely to ease nerves or first-date jitters, I can see uncertainty on her face due to the signature cocktails being intentionally named to leave you looking like the Mr. Krabs meme, but I have a cheat code. See, 
This restaurant is a staple in my friend group's frequent outings, and I have committed about six drinks to memory and can spout off just how well the sours and bitters complement each other to satisfy your taste buds. Ten points for Gryffindor. Made me look pretty cool. Now, the fun begins. Every date presents an opportunity for me to see just how much of a gift my ability to gab is. We traverse the landscapes of our daily lives, favorite films and music artists, aspirations, likes, dislikes, current events, wildest dreams, and whatever else rolled off of our tongues. I have a genuine interest in hearing people's outlook on life and what their approach to this whole thing is. Knowing that the excitement of a casual first date lives within the adrenaline rush I get from wondering if my questions, responses, and witty comebacks will induce deep thought and intrigue or genuine laughter, I enjoy the chance to tap into different pieces of my whole self. For example, when she would venture into her passion for art, I'd listen, and when my input was requested or necessary, I'd rely on my basic understanding of artists like Basquiat and how he used social commentary in his work to dissect polarizing worlds of wealth and poverty. Nonetheless, each topic change is a new adventure for me, where I can learn and interact with pieces of information that live in my subconscious and hear the opinions of other people. The night continued with fun conversation and refills of our cocktails. Many of my well-placed jokes had landed, confirmed, by her exuberant laughter. As the night wound down and came to a close, my mind couldn't help but wander off into the what-does-this-all-mean territory. Sometimes I can't help but think about the truth that us young millennials live with. Our incredible first dates often turn into not-so-great six dates where the flaws of compatibility are exposed and what once were butterflies in our stomachs turn into swarms of moths leaving us to resort to our old faithful, ghosting. So shall I embark on this two to three month journey of shared experiences and somewhat enjoyable moments? Nah. The 90-second daydream came to a close and I became cognizant again. In that moment, I realized that as a 25-year-old young man, I'm in no position to determine my love life's final destination. The rush of meeting and engaging with new people is just too satisfying to quit now. I don't think I'm ready to forego future experiences with different people. Like, what if my next date is at the local tavern with a hometown sweetheart who loves basketball just as much as I do? And she wants to debate LeBron versus Jordan all night. And even though we never really come to a conclusion, we both agree that Kevin Durant has no place in the conversation. I can't pass up on that, right? But hey, who knows? Until then... I'll just be anticipating my next adventure after another hello. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode seven of the Layovers podcast. To find more from Gabe, you can go to his Instagram, instagram.com slash gfree94. That's G-F-R-E-E. Nine, four. Thank you guys, especially now for taking the precious time out of your day to listen and spending just a couple of minutes with us. Black stories matter, our voices matter, and now more than ever, they need to be heard and they need to be amplified, especially by people who look like us. So we're carrying on with June submissions. You can submit your story. We're still talking about situationships because we're capable of complexity at thelayover.com slash submit. I appreciate each and every one of you, and we'll see you next week.